Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Hey moms, we have a bonus episode of Momming for you today. Welcome to the episode where we talk about failure. (laughs) No matter how big or ridiculous the failure, when you know Jesus, he redeems even our smallest mistakes and flaws for his glory and our good. I just love that about God. Oh yeah. Makes it like so nice and graceful when we fail and flop. So we asked a bunch of moms that we know, that we personally know, to share some of their mom fails with us. Most of these are humorous. Some of them are a little bit cringy. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that you'll be able to relate to them in some way, shape, or or form. Um, I'm going to be brave and go first. Oh, I wanted to say, too, before we we get into the nitty-gritty of the stories, because I am really excited to talk about this. When we as moms fail and we make mistakes, whether, you know, you just, your, your, your son or daughter is allergic to food and they have diaper rash and you didn't know and you feel terrible, right? Or your teenager, you really mess up with your teenager and you're a total hypocrite and you're doing something you tell them not to do, whatever it is. We know the Lord. And so he is so gracious and in his redeeming power is, is something that we need to be falling onto every day. The Bible says that his mercies are new every morning and that he works all things together for good to the, for those who, who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so as we read these, I want you to be encouraged and not feel like a bad mom because you're not. You're a great mom. And these are meant to be like encouraging and funny and let you know that you're not alone. So I'm going to go first. Mine aren't actually like that bad. Well, the ones I'm choosing to share. (laughs) I feel like it's so funny because I feel like a lot of these have to do with hurting your kids, like your kids getting hurt, which Which is is why God made them with like soft bones and super pliable when they're young, because he knew this was going to happen. Okay, so I have two and I'll I'll share them both. And they're both about the same child because, you know, first kids, right? So my oldest was around eight to nine months old and I was crazy tired, like mom fog for sure. And I just finished feeding him dinner and we had one of those old school high chairs where the tray like slides off and on. And um, that was the locking mechanism to keep him in place was like when the tray was on, he couldn't get out. And so I always took the tray off to clean it after every meal. Um, So this particular time I took the tray off, I walked to the kitchen sink to wash it, forgetting to first take my child out of the chair and put him somewhere safe. And so I have this very vivid memory of standing at the sink, washing the high tray, the high chair tray (laughs) and looking up because I could see like where his chair was from my kitchen sink and washing in horror as he fell out of the high chair and just face planted on the (laughs) ground. And it's like, 
you see it happening and you drop what you're doing and try to run there, but you just know you're not gonna make it in time and everything goes in slow motion, that's what happened. But the redeeming part of this story is that he didn't even cry. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. He like just acted like nothing was wrong. And that is so him. Not like he is so tough. Yeah. He's so brave. <laughs> he it's yeah. He that's it was so his personality. Okay, so my other story is about the same child. <laughs> and he was a little bit older and he's crawling or you know, they crawl, they get really fast at crawling. And then they start being able to pull themselves up and they're not mm -hmm. walking by themselves, but they can like walk with furniture, you know, on furniture and yeah. stuff like for balance. So we lived on the second floor. And so I had to baby gate off our stairs and our stairs like went down to our door in our garage. Mm -hmm. And so he, again, I'm standing at the kitchen sink where I can survey him. He's crawling and he goes and he pulls himself up on the baby gate and oh, no. I, I must not have like secured it. <laughs> and it just gives out and he literally goes flying oh, on the baby gate like, like like it's a, a sled yes <laughs> down only halfway though down the <laughs> stairs and stops halfway down and starts screaming bloody murder and I'm running and you know it's like awkward to run downstairs when you're panic and then there's this huge baby gate so I'm like trying to get to him but he wasn't he didn't get hurt he didn't have a scratch he didn't have a bruise he didn't break a bone nothing Wow. So that was the redeeming lesson. But lesson learned, secure your high chairs and your baby gates. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so my first one is is kind of along the same lines as that. Okay. So, you know, when you're, especially when you only have one baby, you still can live your single, your, your married, no kid life for the first few months because your baby's little and it okay. sleeps in a Got car it. seat. Yeah. And it's detachable. So you can like take it into a restaurant right. and they can sleep or whatever. Well, we we did this on multiple occasions with both children, but we would take them in and they'd fall asleep in their car seat and we would just lay them in there and put a blanket on them and not buckle them up because we're not in the car. <laughs> they don't need to be buckled and we don't want to strap them in where they can't move around and wake up, right? Oh my gosh, I know where this is going. So after we're done, we totally pick it up and they have a blanket on so we can't see the straps and we stick them in the car. And when we get home and take them out, we're like, oh, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> they weren't buckled Oh in. my god! The whole car ride home. Yeah. Yeah. That happened multiple times with both girls. So that's a mom fail god for sure. But he protected He protected your them. Car. Oh man. Could you imagine no. the consequences of that? The guilt you would feel. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the other one I have, I have two more, one for each girl. Okay, I'm going to spread the love here. So for Eva, when she was little baby, we were camping. She was probably, she wasn't walking. So she was like six months old, maybe. Okay. And we were camping and my in-laws have a RV and you know, mm -hmm. in RVs, they have like these huge awnings that come out, yeah. but they have like these arms that come up to hold the awnings. Yes. So I was holding my daughter and playing around with her and I thought it'd be fun to throw her in the air and make her laugh. So I totally throw her up in the air into the awning bar. No. Boom! Hits her head super hard. Oh <laughs> Comes down. Gosh. I grab her. I just run around to the other side of the RV and we both start bawling. Oh. <laughs> so like, was she hurt? Oh, she's crying. Yeah. I mean, I threw her into the bar yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Not thinking. Yeah. 
And so we're both back there like crying and my husband comes over and like, I'm not a crier. Right. And so he, whenever I cry, he's kind of like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. It's going to be okay. Like yeah. you're fine. And so he's like coming over there comforting us, like kind of <laughs> laughing, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that. And I did it in front of his parents and like everybody that was at the so campground. So like not only was your daughter hurt, but your pride was a little bit hurt. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was, that was fun. And then the one I'll share about my other, my, my little one. So my little one, she's got a little personality on her. Um, she decided when she was two to lock herself in my bedroom. No. How did she figure that out? I don't even oh, know. Oh, it's, it's, never it's, mind. It's Isley yeah. and she, we yeah. call her Destructo. Yeah. That's her nickname because everything she touches, she has to deconstruct it in some way. Okay. So anyway, she figured out how to lock her door. Because moms and dads need a lock on their door. <laughs> <laughs> Muy importante. Yeah. So anyway, she goes in there. She locks the door. Eva, my older one, mom, Isley locked herself in the bedroom. She's two. She has no idea how to unlock the door. Totally. She, so I'm like, oh my gosh. Joe at the time's working in Irvine. Right. There's no way he can drive home and take him an hour to get home. So we call his dad. And I don't know if you know his dad, but it's very funny. He's big. He's a, he was a, in construction. So he comes over. He's trying to unlock the door the best he can. He can't get it open. So he grabs Joe's drill, drills through the handle of our door, opens it up and takes takes Isley out, but then just leaves it. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe comes home and there's like no handle on it. It's, 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 there's a hole yeah. through our door <laughs> from the drill. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he like busted oh. like a kick. Oh yeah, no. And just he would have gone there, but you know, yeah. He he was using his brain yeah. more than his brawn and yeah. he just drilled a hole right through it. Yeah. Right through that metal handle. Yeah. So that was fun. Wow. We got her out. <laughs> so on that note of locking children yes. into places. That was a really good segue. I do say so myself. <laughs> um we're gonna just read off some of these stories that are friends have sent in and these people will all remain anonymous. But if you listen to our podcast, you'll know it's you when you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what mom, one mom sent, sent in. I have three boys all grown now, but when they were young, I honestly locked each of them at separate times in my car with the keys in the car. One of the days it was sort of warm and my toddler who could barely talk was looking at me through the windows with his hands on the window going, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> and the mom says, I had to call 911 all three times and have them do the little thing where they, what's it called when they like, they put the thing down your window. Yeah, they this is the, this is like in the eighties, so they could like could like pop the locks with the with the coat hanger. Yeah, but there's like a tool for it anyway. So <laughs> she had yeah, which is it's really funny that that story comes full circle because that child who who was doing that is now a firefighter EMT who <laughs> rescues <laughs> similar children yeah. locked in cars. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. So that that's a good one. Yes. That is a good one. Our next story comes from mom who shall remain anonymous. And it says, it was a crazy day and I have a lot of children. I loaded my big van and went to the church to drop off some kids. And I asked my other kids, is, is my daughter, is, is your, is your sister 
laying down in the back. I can't see her in the rearview mirror. And a sibling looked over into the back benches and said, no, she's not there, mom. So I haul booty to my house seven minutes away and she's at the top of the driveway talking to a concerned neighbor who's in their car asking where her mom is. (laughs) 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 This is where I have an insane emotional breakdown screaming at her to never leave the house if she's ever accidentally left at home, (laughs) knowing that with my life, it could possibly happen again. <laughs> Lesson learned. Count your count off your kids if you own a big van. <laughs> oh, man. We have a mutual friend, and I don't think she'd mind me sharing this, who has a similar like large van, large family. And she she was telling me that as she started to have more consecutive children, she would actually have anxiety about like getting in her van <laughs> and leaving one of her kids home. So she would make them all like say their names count off and then count the one two yeah three <laughs> count the siblings who like couldn't say their name yet that is so good which is not i mean if that's what you have to do that's what you have to do it's a home alone totally yep kevin McAllister. yeah you don't want that <laughs> you don't want that in your life okay this next story is is pretty is pretty hilarious i was dropping my eight-year-old off at a friend's house he got out of the back seat and i heard the car door close I started to back out of the driveway and heard him screaming. Little did I know he hadn't moved away from the car yet and I ran over his foot, (laughs) fracturing it. It was the first week of summer and he couldn't go in any water or to the beach because of his cast. We got it, I know. We, we got him a kitten to keep him company and busy that summer. And the worst part of the story is that he tortured that cat to no end all summer long. We still have the cat years later and it's the best behaved animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I have to, I, 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 Shep broke his arm on the first day of summer vacation. Why does it always happen right then? And it's, and it is always then. Yes. Like it can't be in the dead of winter when like we're not going to the beach or like it's easy to just. I feel like whenever I hurt myself growing up, it was always right before summer vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And it like wasn't my fault. I didn't like run over his arm. He just fell off the playground, but you feel so (laughs) guilt, like just that guilt that they're missing out on like all the summer activities. So I, I get that. I get that mom guilt on that one. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. So I think in a lot of ways, um, we all feel like failures at some point or another and whether you yours are funny, you know, and, oh, actually I wanted to, to say one that, that my husband did as a dad fail. Dad fail. In the, it was when you were telling your story about throwing up Eva. Uh-huh. Um, so with my youngest one, we have a ceiling fan, but our ceilings are, I feel like they're, they're weirdly low, <laughs> <laughs> like a hobbit house or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I never felt that way until this happened, but now I feel that way. He was, do you know how you do that thing with your kid when they're a baby or even like a toddler Yeah, and that you throw them up and they're just that belly laugh. They're yes. just giggling. So, and dads throw them super, super high. high. Like so uncomfortably high. Yeah. Well, we were inside with our hobbit low ceiling. Right, right. So. <laughs> so he's doing that and he misjudges the space and throws him up and he, he hits the ceiling fan, which was on. It was spinning oh, and it totally baby. took some of oh, his no. hair and skin of his scalp off. Oh no. I was so mad. Cause you know, there's like that 
like, I can't believe you just did that to our child. And you're terrified, <laughs> but then you're mad. But then you're like, okay, it was an accident. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that was, that was pretty bad. We still talk about that. And he still, Jamie still goes, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> he still feels really bad. Um, what, what I just wanted to close with moms was, um, we can feel like failures a lot. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves um, to never fail and to be the perfect mom and the perfect parent. And then if we mess up somehow, you know, we are going to just ruin our kids, right? That's a really big fear that a lot of us have. We think that we're in complete control. And if we mess up and we don't parent perfectly, right, or we don't make the right decisions every step of the way, we're going to mess our kids up. And then they're going to be in therapy for 25 years and hate us, you know? And, and that is such a lie from the pit of hell because God's word tells us differently, right? God's word tells us that he has purposed a plan for each of our lives and that before we were in our mother's womb, he knew us. And he gives us all these beautiful reminders in his word about um, Ephesians 2.10, that we are his workmanship created beforehand to walk in good works. And I just think like we can believe that as moms, but we need to also believe that for our kids. And so when we have these fails, whether they're funny or they're serious or whatever they are, I just want to encourage you as I, as I speak this truth to my own self, um, that God's redeeming power is exactly that it is powerful. And, and we don't, we don't need to go through life worried that we're going to ruin our kids or that we're going to, we're going to mess up. We are going to mess up. If you've been a mom for like two seconds, you, you already know that you're going to mess up, that you make mistakes. And it's such a good opportunity to come to your kids and, and to show them what it looks like to apologize and to show them that you are a human being and that you need God's grace and mercy just as much as they do. And so I just want to encourage you and Stace, I know I probably can speak for you as well that, mm-hmm. that, that in your failures, in your perceived failures, what you think is a failure, and even if it is a really big failure, even let's just give you that, even if it is a really big mistake that you make, God is a God of second chances and third and fourth and fifth. And we see that woven throughout scripture where he cares for his people and he guides his people and he covers their mistakes and he covers our sin and he covers the things that we are ashamed of. And he actually uses them for his glory and for our good. And so we just want to leave you with this encouraging, this encouraging note that, that you are your parents, your kid's mom for a reason. Mm -hmm. God gave you your kids because you are the best mom for them. And so walk in confidence in the power of Christ and, and walk in grace and mercy with your kids and, and be an encouragement to other moms you see who maybe are struggling or down on themselves or are putting too much pressure. Cause really you guys, we do not have control. <laughs> no. And I want to just say real quick too, that just like you say, Rach, growing up, like you, you don't remember anything bad necessarily. No. Like you, you, all of your memories are really, really great. Yeah. And I remember when we had your mom on mm-hmm. and you were telling her that and talking about it. And your mom was like, that is because God's grace covered me because I surely made Mm -hmm. mistakes and I surely mom failed quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But because of God, God's grace covers us moms. Mm -hmm. You as her child don't remember Mm -hmm. a lot of that. And I think that's the beauty of being a child of God. Yeah. And what a difference it is Mm -hmm. in your child's upbringing. If us, if, if as moms, we are walking with the Lord Mm -hmm. because God's grace will cover us Mm -hmm. 
And just think of the contrast of moms that aren't walking with the Lord mm-hmm. and their children's experience growing up and if they can say the same thing or not, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they can't. Right. So let that be an encouragement to you yeah. when it's hard for you to get up in the morning and do your devos. Mm. Not only is that covering you, it's covering your kids and it's covering your memories mm-hmm. and their entire experience. Mm. So amen to that. Well, moms, we're going to sign off. Thanks for tuning in to a bonus episode. Summer is coming up and we have some really great topics planned. We are not slowing down. We are not taking <laughs> summer vacation. We are going full force ahead. I asked Stacy, can I please take a break? And she told me no. So <laughs> we are, I think it was the opposite. <laughs> we have a ton of new content coming out for you. We're really excited to share it. We've got stuff on homeschooling. We've got stuff on raising, surviving the teen years. We've got stuff on surviving the young years. Wherever you are, we have topics coming your way again visit us on mommingpodcast.com leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and thanks for tuning in